Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I'm excited today to have Micah Hendricks on. She's an illustrator and she has a blog and she was sharing um, illustrations on her blog, things that she, uh, creative things that she does with her daughter and it went off and she's been interviewed by tons of different people, Huffington Post, and I'm just excited to have you on today. We're going to dig into some of the stuff that you do have done with your daughter, but then also just some of your other work and how maybe that stuff is influenced. So I'm excited to have you guys. Peter, good to have you. Meredith, great to have you. Daniel, I think you're from uh, North Carolina, so we're glad to have everybody. Estella, Christine, and if you're a visitor and you're new, you can always um, go ahead and sign up for a free face or a free spreecast. You can either do it through Facebook. Uh, Twitter or an email and then you can actually type with us over there so if you guys have a question or something during I'll kind of be like the DJ I'm reading that stuff while we're pulling up and then I'll kind of explain how the images work when I pull up if you are on a iPad or a iPad mini or some sort of uh, a phone you're not going to see the images but you can go to the Flickr uh, uh, my Flickr photo stream which I'm going to post and it has a link to all the images that um, Micah sent. So Micah, thanks so much Hi. for joining us. I appreciate it. No problem, good to be here. And you're, and you're coming from Texas, right? Yeah, we're right in the middle of Texas. My husband got stationed here uh, earlier this year, so we were <laughs> sitting right in the middle of it. <laughs> well, hopefully, I don't know, if it's cold everywhere, I think Peter, you're in California, um, but I know that Kevin and me and Meredith are pretty cold in uh, Alabama, so we'll we'll keep our coats on today. Sorry. All right. So let, give us a little bit of your background, um, where your love for art began, and then where did you go to school? Sure. Um, both my parents actually paint. Um, my mom and dad both are artists. My mom's more of like a realistic artist and my, and my dad uh, does a little bit of both but he, he has done abstract work before but they you know went along with their careers and, and uh, but I always had an interest in art and um, they always encouraged it so um, I uh, went to uh, college just to get the basics out and then I went to Savannah College of Art and Design and I got a degree in um, illustration and uh, that's what I did. I worked there and, and I worked in illustration. Um, I don't know that I uh, probably did my best work there, but I learned a lot. <laughs> well, that's good. So were you in Savannah or did you, were you in Atlanta or did you do the online? No, I was in Savannah. I lived there. Actually, I just got back from there visiting a friend who still lives there. So um, uh, I think if that's Christine, then that's her. But uh, um, but yeah, I, I went to Savannah, and Savannah's a really neat town. It's uh, it's one of those places that's really cool to go to, but when you live there, it's a little strange. <laughs> so. It is a beautiful city. It is. It's got um, a lot of history. I think it was one of the only cities um, in Georgia that Sherman marched through that he didn't burn down. So <laughs> it has a lot of that uh rich deep history i'm from georgia so i know a lot of those yeah yeah the mascot for university of georgia the bulldog um Uga lives there so it's it, it is a neat neat place but i can imagine it could get a little squirrely maybe well they've they've actually cleaned it up a lot since i lived there it was a lot stranger before <laughs> well that's cool um all right, so your dad was in the military, so you moved around a lot. Yep. Um, did you, do you have any siblings? I didn't ask you that on the sheet of paper, but. Yeah, I have a little sister. Uh, she's three years younger than me, and we, we mainly grew up in Germany. Uh, we went kind of all over the place, but we went back and forth from Germany to Texas to Oklahoma to Germany. And um, uh, so I grew up and I went to high school in Augsburg, Germany. And, and I think it, it kind of made me pretty well-rounded. I got to see a whole lot of things that I wouldn't normally see. But also, because I was so young, uh, I didn't really appreciate it as much as I probably would now. I remember one of my mom's goals was to get us to see all the castles on the Rhine River in Germany. And I remember uh, on the weekend, she'd tell us to, you know, we're getting ready. And I'd go, oh, not another castle again. And... Uh, <laughs> Now, of course, I'm kicking myself going, a castle, come on, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. 
But, uh, but I got to see a lot of just... art museums and, you know, things like that. And I always loved them and was fascinated by them. But, of course, as a teenager, you're not really very appreciative of pretty much anything. <laughs> Yeah, well, and you think everybody kind of has it the same way you do, and right. you don't realize once you. So it it makes a big difference. But I would think that you know sometimes um, it when you travel so much, you and you're always having to meet new friends. People end up being uh, really uh, learning how to deal with people really well. At least the military people that I know, they end up kind of being really good. Uh, you can gauge people and you kind of know how to um, interact. So I think that that it must play a role in your art as well, because you can kind of see where th people are coming from. Well, yeah. Um, but so. Oh, sorry. No, oh, I was just going to say, uh, no. gr growing up so much, I was pretty introverted. So I didn't really know how to communicate with people very well. They didn't really. Um, uh, get a chance to know me ever like in in school they would say oh Micah who's Micah who are you talking about Micah oh you know that girl that draws that I was the girl that draws like nobody really knew who I was because I kind of stuck to myself so um, I didn't really know how to interact with people and it wasn't until I joined the military much later that that I started learning really quickly how to interact with people and and uh, be pretty neutral about pretty much everything <laughs> That's pretty cool. So your mom and your dad were both creative. Mm -hmm. uh, was your sister? Um, she was, but I think she was overshadowed a lot by me in school. Uh, uh, Art-wise, they would say, oh, you're Micah's sister, and, and then they'd kind of expect things from her and, <laughs> and give her a hard time about it. And uh, she's actually really good at sculpture and, and paper cutting and things like that. She's really good at sculpture, sculpture so maybe not so much. She likes to draw and stuff, uh, but I think uh, she really excels at, at that kind of thing. So we're, we all have um, pretty creative, creative things going on, and I think uh, it's just different, different things. Yeah, that's cool. So do you think you were drawing um, at the age of four, like your daughter? And um, how do you think, do you think it was just innate? Y'all were always being creative as a family? Yeah. Or um, my, was it something that you kind of had to seek out? No, my parents were always really creative. My mom would sit me down and show me how to draw shapes, and she'd teach me how to draw um, little, you know, make a person out of shapes, and she'd teach me new things. And I, I distinctly remember the moment when my dad taught me shading. So, um, you know, they've always had a, a, a big influence on, on me that way. And uh, they said they used to sit and watch me draw for hours, and that's kind of how I am with my daughter. I can I can sit and stare at her drawing forever, and uh, just interested in how her little brain works. My mom used to do the same thing: follow me around and and watch what I did. So, um, but Milo wasn't always that interested in, in drawing. She uh, she didn't really get into it until just before we moved from Alaska, which was. Hmm, uh, several months ago, the beginning of the, this past year or so. Um, but uh, then she started really getting into That's it, pretty like cool. super focused. So tell us about your blog. So you had a blog, um, and why did you start it? Because you have a website for your illustration work, mm -hmm. but then you also have um, the, I, I believe it's Busy Mockingbird, and I think I put it in there twice so I could share it a couple times. Sure. Um, but tell us why you started it. Um, well, it was just an idea I had. Um, I thought, you know, I, I'm always doing these little projects. I never really sit still. I don't. I don't usually just relax. And um, so I thought, well, maybe a, a friend of mine had said, "Oh, you always come up with these cool, crafty things to do, and I can't do that kind of stuff." And I thought, you know, I don't know how to do this kind of stuff, but I just sort of make it up. And uh, it just, if you have an interest in it, you you learn how to do it. And uh, so I thought, well, I'll just share some of the things that I've done around here, and and maybe it'll show people that there's nothing really much to it. It's just you know being curious about it and trying it for yourself. And so I started posting these little posts and and uh, coming up with little things that I have around the house and maybe showing other people how I did it and and that it doesn't take a whole lot of magic to do it. It's just something something that pretty much anyone can do and, and uh, sort of demystify it that it's not you know all Martha Stewart. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're not all as good as her. So tell us about the collaboration story with your daughter and how um, and why do you think that resonated with so many people and it really went viral? 
because I don't think your blog was, you said your blog was really followed by just some family and friends, and then bam, you posted one of these images. Tell us about how, why, how she got, how you taught sharing, <laughs> or she taught you sharing. Yeah, uh, well, um, I had had this little experience with my daughter, which I've described on the blog about how we, um, we were sitting around one day and she sort of swooped in in my sketchbook and, and uh, asked to draw some of the body parts on, on my head. And, and I thought, well, um, you know, okay, let's do that. <laughs> so it, we had come up with, by this time, we had come up with all these little drawings and I just thought they were so neat and I didn't know what to do with them. And I thought they were fun and interesting and I thought they were special. So I kind of waited and I didn't put them on my blog because, you know, I only had about 50 people. Um, and really all family and friends, that's pretty much it. And maybe a couple of people I didn't know that were friends of friends. And um, so I posted that um, and I made sure I got it just right. I, I got it the way I wanted it. And um, uh, somebody said, oh, it's so wonderful. You should put it um, and you should send it to one of your other blogs that you read, like a small blog. And I thought, oh, that seems kind of strange, but okay, you know. So I sent to a couple of little blogs that I read, and I said, "Hey, uh, I did this fun thing with my daughter, and here's here's a link." And they they um they said, "Oh, that's cool. We'll we'll repost it." And a couple of them did, and uh, I didn't hear back from some of them. And then pretty soon, some bigger ones picked it up. Mighty Girl reposted it, and um, uh, Etbot, oh, just some um, blogs that I read, and they reposted it. And uh, then Colossal got it, and then a bunch of other people. Pretty much all of a sudden, you know, I woke up one morning and I had tons of Facebook messages and tons of tweets and emails. And I'm going, oh, my God. <laughs> when I first started, I had 20 followers on Twitter and I didn't know what to do with Twitter. I didn't like it and I didn't understand it. And I still kind of am hesitant about it. And suddenly, like, I started getting all these Twitter requests and I'm going, okay, notifications off <laughs> on my phone because, good Lord, there was a, a bunch of comments. But um, it's been interesting. So, you know. By the time I had talked to some a person on the email that I uh, a blog that I like, they said, "Oh, we've already seen this all over the internet. Of course, I'll post it." And I'm going, "Wow, okay, <laughs> so very strange." So, so what was the post that you um, posted? Because some people might not know. Sure, it was called "Collaborating with My Four-Year-Old," and I put it on my my website, Busy Mockingbird, and I talked about the whole process of how I learned to sort of let go of what I had because I, you know, it was my sketchbook and I didn't want her touching it. And when she came over and, and I said, well, let me see, you know, let's go ahead and let her draw on it. I'll just put my sketchbook away. And uh, when she drew on it, she drew a little dinosaur body on my, on my lady's head. And the dinosaur girl, if you have that picture, was one of the first ones that actually came, came out. And it was one of the first ones that, uh, that I didn't add much to at first. I was kind of afraid to. I wasn't sure if she would, if it was, it felt kind of like blasphemous to do anything to her work, but it was sort of my work too. So <laughs> I kind of thought, well, maybe I'll just add a little color and shading. So I did. I just added a few little things. And, uh, and sometimes she would help me draw the grass or something. But, um, but so I did that. And then um, I don't know if you have a couple of other pictures up like, Oh, the dragon guy with the flowers. Um, mm -hmm. All right, so real quick, let me tell everybody how these images work. Sure. If you're new, mm -hmm. um, I'm the only one who can take them off and put them on. But what you can do is you can mouse off of them, and then you can mouse back over them, and then you can move them around. You can put them over my face because who needs to see me? Or you can put them over the chat, but make sure you can still see Micah because we want to see your facial expressions, you know? So that's the way it kind of works. It should... Um, I, it should kind of go back in that same spot every time I put, put it on, but we'll see how Dragon Guy comes up. But that's so don't be like trying to click it off, I guess, because it's not going to go away yeah. until I take it away. All right, back to you. Here's Dragon Guy. Yeah, so I have these heads, and I really like to draw from old movie photos. That's one of my favorite things to do. I like getting old old movie photo <laughs> references and movie books and taking old movie stars' faces and drawing them. And I change them a little bit, but. Um, I kind of play around with the faces and the structure and highlights and so this one uh, you know the the dragon guy he I started adding a little bit of you know just a teensy bit of shading and she had done all the rest of the body I mean she had done all the hands and the flowers and all the little spikes and I just thought they were cute because she didn't she didn't really you know uh, hesitate at all she just she did it and and uh 
was pretty happy with it. It wasn't like she was nervous about messing up my picture or anything. She just, you know, finished it and, and that was that. So I think there's something to be said about that kid at that stage. You know, if she hadn't done this till she was six, it might have been different because she just had a vision. And I think you talk about uh, I either read or when we talked before, you said that, you know, she'll have, she'll be like, no, mommy, that's not, you know, what I was going for or something. And, and she has a clear idea. And I think sometimes we don't tend to um, trust that and just let it go when we're artists. We tend to be like, no, it has to be this or, or whatever. And I think that's uh, a really neat thing that at least I've learned from you working with her. Like, that's what it teaches me. Oh, yeah, you know what? I need to just go with it and if right. i have them having eight arms great right <laughs> be an eight arm yes and that's kind of what what we did i mean there were times that if you pull up easy tiger there were times that she would you know draw a line when when i you know i'd start drawing heads for her and, and there were times that she would take it and uh, draw lines across his face and i'd be like what is she doing and i try to just keep it to myself because i didn't want her to I, you know you can't tell somebody your artwork is wrong you know <laughs> so I would just kind of cringe to myself and I'd be like, what is he supposed to be, honey? And she, she'd say, he's a tiger. And I'd be like, oh, well, I guess, well, he is a tiger. And so, but uh, she'd, um, <laughs> same with there's, uh, if you do the bearded bird in progress, there's a, um, okay. the head that I drew initially. And then she came in and started drawing lines across her face. And I thought, oh my gosh, what is she doing? You know? And so she drew this crazy bird body and, added these little things to her chin and I'm like what is that on her chin and she said she has a beard and I'm like huh okay so not only is this weird lady a bird but she's got you know <laughs> a beard so if you put bearded bird up you can see the final piece that I did so I kind of take her lead on it and she's really like I said she's I'll, I'll make suggestions to her sometimes but if she doesn't like that idea she's just not <laughs> gonna have it she'll she'll draw a body and I'll say uh, what if he's a dragon? And she'll say, mm, hedgehog. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> hedgehog it is. So I'm like, uh, all right. You know, and sometimes it's good to let her, you know, just go with it because uh, I think I'm put on the blog, but sometimes I'll have these ideas when I draw heads for her because she'll ask me, can you draw some heads for me? And um, I'll have in my head what, what it could be. Like maybe this could be this or that. And and she'll come back and she'll she'll do something way different and in my head I'm going but I wanted it to be like the and and then I just go with it and it ends up being great you know whatever she does it ends up being fine so just strange oh that <laughs> it's hard that's to, great though but it's it's at it's that that stage like a four-year-old kind of stage that she just has this her own kind of vision and it's very clear to her yeah and just like the beard you're like what are those things coming out of her chin and she's like it's a beard yeah of course yeah and, and it's, I, it's, I think that's go ahead oh i was just gonna say it's almost it's fun on my part because it's almost like i get to translate what she does into grown-up talk and it's like you know you wouldn't really know that these three things coming out of her jaw were uh, a beard unless maybe I do the little whiskers for you you know but it's kind of like taking what she draws and, and making it into grown-up talk so that she can under so that other people can understand it too and uh, some of the times she just gets really strange with them and um, well I think let's see shore if you pull up shore it's it's a strange one that's like uh, some strange little monster lady and and uh, at first, when you when she drew the, just the outline, it's just some strange scribble of circles and feet, and I'm going, "What am I going to do with this one?" But the fun part is trying to make it work for me, <laughs> trying to make her her kid stuff make sense to grown-ups. So that's that's what I have fun doing with it. And I think if no one else in the world liked it or, or was interested in it, I'd still love it and I'd still love to do it. So <laughs> I think it is pretty fun. Uh, and if you know that I think that's what art is about is doing something that makes sense to you and if no one else is into it then they're not into it so you just go with so it. So were you this were you this free with your color and how you were shading before these or is that just how you always worked or was this something that was kind of instigated by her? The coloring 
Um, sometimes it would be, um, she would, t sometimes she'll give me specific uh, ideas, like this one is supposed to be green or something, and she'll even tell me, like, I'll show her the next day, look what I did to it, and she'll go, hmm, that's not right, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going, what, what's not right about it, and she, she goes, you know, um, yeah, this part was really supposed to be a tail and not a horn, and I'm going, sorry, <laughs> Sometimes she'll ask me to fix it, and other times she's okay with it. But, um, but for the most part, I I go off of her lead, or if just a color choice that I'm interested in at the time. I like a lot of blues and green, blues and reds together, and blues and oranges. So, um, you know, she's she's pretty okay with me playing around with it, I guess. <laughs> but but so so your your artwork that you do, your illustrations that you do for clients or you do for has her artwork influenced or the use of color I mean were you this free um, like did you always make people's hair purple or blue or, or did some of this working with her really influence how you were coloring or drawing in um, yeah um, in your work yeah not no I, I I'm pretty tight with my own work um, I I'm not um, you know so tight that I can't um, you know play a little bit with it but I just uh, I think um, she has such a freeness and confidence about it that I, I don't have. And sometimes I think, you know, before I had a kid, you, and if you had asked me, I would have said, oh, yeah, I'm a pretty easygoing, you know, childlike artist or whatever. And you're just not like <laughs> you, you once you're grown up, you're grown up and it's really hard to go back. So it's so fun trying to see things through a kid's eyes. And um, it it just. Uh, seems to add something to yourself. You try and remember that when you're doing your own work. And, uh, and so, uh, so I do, I do think it's kind of influenced my own work just a little. So how often were you posting, um, either on the busy mockingbird site and these were like all kinds of art projects or anything you could do, any kind of creative project you could do with, anybody could do with their kids. Right. How often were you posting? Um, I try to post and I still try to post about once a week. Um, I've read just from other people's blogs that uh, more can sometimes be too much and less is, you know, less is people forget about it. So I try and do one really good post a week, but um, uh, I try to mix it up a little bit. For a while there I was sticking just with the, after the collaborations blew up, I was trying to give more information about the collaborations because that's what people seem to want. But um, I still try and, um, you know, my friend said, uh, who's, you know, been around forever said, I kind of miss all the stuff you used to do. <laughs> okay, let me put some of that in there too. So I try and put a good mix of a lot of different things, but I'm trying to do it in the relation of a parent who is, you know, creative and a kid who's creative at the same time. And I think for me, uh, being able to be an artist and a parent at the same time and how to work those things in together for for me as a mom is pretty interesting to me. So I try and come come up with new ways where I can paint and do projects with her. Um, I think I put one called so painting she... together um, on there where oh yeah so, sometimes yeah. I can get I away with Did... sorry no go ahead oh, sometimes I I can get away with sharing a project with her by giving her her own you know space and and um, area to paint at, and still do the same thing at the same time in the same area so that she feels like she's doing the same thing as me but I can also get some painting time in <laughs> so that's kind of what I like to post about in uh, different little projects that I have around the house that um, people might be interested in doing that's cool so um, does she uh, Daniel wanted to know if if she ever expresses appreciation for your drawing the harder parts the facial features and while she learns more advanced drawing skills and he says what a wonderful collaboration thanks she does uh, thank you um, she does um, she will say to me mama you are really good at drawing real things and I <laughs> said thank you sweetie and uh, she said I'm not so good at drawing real things and I said honey it takes a lot of practice to learn how to draw real things I, I still am learning how to draw real things and so I think uh, with her, and you know, it's different for each kid, um, but for her, it's never been easy to sit down and show her how to do something. My mom would sit down and show me how to draw shapes, and I'd be fascinated, and I'd draw shapes. 
with her, she'll kind of pay attention, but she gets bored really quickly with it. She she learns by watching. Um, when she was, um, uh, we were drawing together one time, not a collaboration, just drawing together, and um, she, I saw, I noticed that she draw an, drew an animal ear and put a line in the middle of it, and I said, what is that line for? And she said, I saw you do that on your animal ears. And I said, oh, yeah, you're right, actually, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so it's really neat to see her pick up things just by watching because if I sat down and showed her, I don't think she would get it as much. And the same people comment about her holding her pen like this. Yes, she holds a pen like this. She's four. Good Lord. But, um, you know, I've, I've shown her how to draw, draw. I call it the artist way or, you know, the big girl way. And she's done it, but she's not interested, doesn't want to do it. And I'm not going to push her if that's, you know, that's, Right now, that's as far as we got. <laughs> so there'll be time for it. I'm yeah, not too I mean, worried. I, yeah, and at some point, she won't want to draw these, like, fantastical creatures, probably. Right. Because somebody said that she needed to draw something. So it's like, just embrace it. I don't care how she's holding the pen. If she can draw that good with it in between her toes, let her go. That's, it, <laughs> that's my attitude. And we, we play around with other ways. I'd say, you know, try drawing with your mouth. And so I used to try that when I was a kid, sticking your pen in your mouth and trying to draw. and drawing with your toes, I mean, just playing around and trying all kinds of new things. So. so I know one of the other thing was the Jackson Pollock thing, which I I read this story, and I'm so glad you shared this image with me so I could share it. So this is like, you were, I mean, one, I love this, because you're teaching her about art, you're teaching her about contemporary art, but you're also having her express and try it as well. So can you kind of give us a little background on this project sure. um, as well? I started noticing a while ago that uh, she has this book called Frida, and um, it's about Frida Kahlo, and it's a kid's book about Frida Kahlo. And I thought, wow, there really aren't a lot of kids' books. You know, we, we saw, we went somewhere and we saw a piece of artwork and she said, that's not, that's strange. Somebody likes to scribble or something. And I thought, you know, there's all kinds of artwork actually. And Frida, the kids' book, was the only one I had seen that had done that. So I thought, I wonder how it would work in this realm of collaborating with her if I taught her a little bit about an artist and then taught her how to do, you know, did a project relating to it. And so I got a piece of paper out and we went outside and it was a warm day so we splashed around and I put this on the blog you could probably search for it um, and it says uh, you know how we put the paint out and we just played around and I, I showed her how Pollock was all about dancing with the paint brushes and throwing the paint around and moving with it and it was about movement I don't really have a great appreciation for the end result but you know to each his own but I wanted to show her what it was and why it was and so then I had already drawn Pollock who is not exactly, you know, the most <laughs> handsome man. He's very rugged and dirty. And so uh, afterwards, I gave her the head and I said, would you like to draw a body on him and see, you know, what, you know, draw him, you know, maybe holding a bucket. And here I was trying to get a little influence. And I was like, maybe he could be holding a bucket or of paint or something. And so she draws this circle on the bottom of him. And she goes, I said, what is that? And she said, uh, that's a bathtub. He's very dirty from painting. And I'm like, Oh, that makes total sense. <laughs> okay, so she drew paint splashes. There's like paint splashes there. She actually drew the shapes and I just colored them in. But um, but I thought that was pretty funny. So in the meantime, I, I am working on, um, just for ourselves, um, a post eventually about, um, I have one of Picasso. And I thought, what? how would I teach her Picasso? And make have that make sense to a four-year-old so I cut a bunch of shapes out and I'll, I'll make a I'm probably giving away my blog post that I haven't made yet but I cut a bunch of shapes out and um, different colors of construction paper and put them on a plate and I said um, I showed him some pic her some pictures of Picasso's work and I said this guy's name was Picasso and he liked to make faces out of shapes and um, so I said let's see if we can make some faces out of shapes so we did that and um, and she, you know, it was funny to watch her because she made them, she's such an organized mind, even as free as she can be. She put a yellow eye and a yellow eye, a, a red cheek and a red cheek, you know, just very symmetrical. And a, I was trying to show her while I did it, you know, that you can pretty much make shapes out of everything. But then I gave her a Picasso head and told her to draw a 
you know, see what you wanted to draw on that. And she drew him painting on a on an easel or something. Or I think she had him gluing shapes down. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. But I thought that was a fun way to teach her about different types of artists. And um, there's uh, another one we did about free, uh, about Georgia O'Keeffe and um, how she, you know, and mainly for me, I try and figure out what that artist was about and and try to right. find an activity that's related to that because. There's not a whole lot out there to teach kids about artwork other than here's how you draw a house and here's how you draw a tree. So um, I was just wanted to show her different types of artwork. I think that's awesome. I think you should keep doing that. But I found something I, I really like to doodle. So I and you're going to be like, you bought this for yourself. But I did. And I think you should. Any, I think everybody should get it. But Micah, you should check out this book. Um, and I just went and grabbed it because when you were talking about that, it's called Outside the Lines, and it's a bunch of different street artists and designers, and they uh, they have some, I don't know if there's a Picasso in there or not, but there's um, some other artists, more contemporary artists that, um, oh, let me see if I, I'm going to take it off. But um, anyway, they, you know, they have all, it's and it's like your kid gets to fill the color, it's a coloring book, but it's made with art, so at least it teaches them about something yeah. and I like that there's street artists there's all kinds anyway it's a cool book you guys should check it out <laughs> so Daniel wants to ask if you draw inspiration from children's books and you've actually also published some you have an ABC book on blurb right yeah um, I haven't it's awesome thank you I haven't made it too too widely known because uh, as much as I like blurb I can't find a way to I mean it's really expensive to order a single book and so I, I because they do one-off prints so I think Eventually, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll do some of my own print runs and see if I can you know sell them myself or something. But there, um, uh, when she was about a year old, I did an alphabet book and um, for my daughter. Uh, well, I guess when she was starting when she was born, I thought, well, I'll try to do an ABC book for her, and I wrote some little poetry with it. And each page has everything you know, pretty typical ABC book. But I wrote some little poems to it, and it took me three years to finish because hello, baby. So um, it took a long time, but um, but yes, I I love children's book artwork, and I really wish I could get into it. Um, I wish uh, I wish I could be a Marie Sendak, and that would be my whole job. That would be wonderful. But um, I, which is not to say I don't love my job now. I love my job now. <laughs> but but um, if if someone told me I could draw children's books all day, that's what I would do. That would be awesome. But uh, um, they have. Uh, uh, some kind of books that aren't so great on the artwork and the story is okay but for me even as a kid I was always in love with the artwork of a book and had a hard time getting into the books if the artwork wasn't that great and sometimes she'll have a book that just doesn't have great artwork in it and it's one of her favorites and I'm going not this book again <laughs> so I really love Maurice Sendak I, I really like his style of artwork and um and uh, I'll see some of the things that he's done. And I, I got to meet him. I had the pleasure of meeting him in art school and just, just was fascinated by him. But, uh, but yeah, there are some. Can you type his name in? Maurice and where do I type it in? Down here in the comments? Um, it says chat with other participants um, oh, right under Daniel's. Sure. Yep. Sorry. Then that way if people can't. Also. Maurice Sendak. Yep. And, um, and then also there's a. Uh, uh, lots of artists that um oh there's I forget his last name but David the David books um, there's some books called No David and all these other books great artwork and and I'll see those and I'll get inspired to do things but um, there's just a lot there's a lot of really good artwork out there and then some that's not so much so I'm like there's got to be room for me in there somewhere right like in between <laughs> so <laughs> that would be definitely. Cool. <laughs> So how much time do you spend sketching every day? And can you kind of take us through the process of like the Mr. Beaver, like how long, I mean, and, and what materials are you using? Cause it looks like you're using one of the, um, uh, I can't remember what kind of sketchbooks, but they're like, some are gray and then some are like a tan and they kind of have little hairs. And yeah, I was trying to like see if I had Strathmore, one there, but... I believe. Um, Strathmore actually, the first one I used was called a cachet and um, I'll type it in the comments. Um, it was called Cache Earthbound, and they're just toned sketchbooks. And um, now Strathmore has some, and they, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> Strathmore has uh, <coughs> some toned gray and some toned tanned ones. And I 
I've tried the gray. I think I did the Pollock on a gray, but I really prefer the tan ones for some reason. They they just I like them a lot more. But um, <clears throat> let, me, so let me get a drink big, of water real quick. How, okay. okay. <clears throat> um, Take your time. So how big are you working? What's that? How big are the sketchbooks? Oh, like how they're big all are the small. That you're eight by ten, eight by eight and a half by eleven, little tiny sketchbooks, and that's just. In, younger, I used to carry those around all the time. I never pretty much left home without it. It was like my credit card, you know, I carried it with me everywhere. But um, I would draw all the time, no matter where we were. And uh, um, so I, my favorite part to draw are the faces and the heads. So um, again, old movie sketch, uh, old movie books, and old sketchbooks. And um, I would just, uh, for some reason, I like the toned ones because they have kind of an overall mid-tone. And um, you can go in and add the, the, even just adding the sketches gives you the dark and then you already have the medium and then you can go in and add highlights and it's like you already have part of the dimensions going for you. Kind of a cheat because you don't have to shade as much, but <laughs> it's still, uh, I like to draw a little bit every day. I think in the evenings I would, um, uh, that's my way of relaxing uh, afterwards, you know, I kind of, um, after she goes to bed, I kind of sit and watch a movie. My husband is deployed right now, so he's in Afghanistan. So I spend a lot of time watching movies in the evening and um, drawing. And I say watching movies because uh, I actually listen to the movies because I'm drawing. <laughs> so, um, so I usually start by drawing ahead and um, whatever I'm into at the time. I love Katherine Hepburn. I love Hedy Lamarr, all those old movie star faces. And I don't know what it is about them, just the, the shading and the, the tones, I guess. And they all have these far off looks, you know. <laughs> I don't know why, but they've had perfect they, hair. Perfect hair, yes. They, they're all gorgeous. And the tiny little waves. Yeah. 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 And, I, and again, and I don't. Everything. The, the men are all, you know, rugged okay. and handsome, you know. <laughs> they're just kind of something humorous about them. I think it, maybe it's because. You know, we've sort of um, spoofed them so much over the years that they're almost like a caricature of themselves. You know, people aren't really like that, are they? You know, <laughs> so no way somebody's hair is right. really that perfect. But my grandma assures me that they used to set their hair every single night. So um, anyway, I, I like drawing the head. So usually that's why there were so many for her to flip through when she first was interested in it. <laughs> so um, so I start by drawing drawing some heads for and. If she is in the same room with me at the same time and she'll say, Mama, can you draw me some heads? Then I don't have a lot of time to draw them because she's anxiously waiting for me to finish it. So uh, I have to sit there and kind of rough it out real quickly. And um, she will, you know, kind of sit there waiting for me to finish it. And as soon as I get kind of a basic shape out, she wants to add to it. So she'll add to it. And if I don't get any more than the face, then. <laughs> and that's what she does. But at nighttime, if I get a chance to draw a couple of heads the next day uh, after school or whatever, she'll come and um, draw the bodies on them. And I think since this post has gone out, um, sometimes she goes through like a little lazy phase where she's like, oh, you want a body? You know, and kind of whips one out. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, thanks. You, were, you didn't really try on that one. <laughs> so, um, but uh, she enjoys doing it, and then I come back later, and, and I, I paint the bodies. Uh, just, like I said, sort of translating it into grown-up talk and, uh, and trying to make it make sense. Uh, if she tells me that's a tree, I have to make it look like a tree. Um, it's sort of a challenge for me. It's kind of fun. Um, if she says something is bread and not a cracker, I have to try and make it look like bread. So <laughs> uh, it's kind of a fun challenge. But... Um, uh, Oh, what was I going to say about it? Um, so what are you, what are you doing? What are you, are you drawing in pencil and then going over in pen and then doing watercolor or acrylic or what are you using? What are Strangely you enough, I love ballpoint pen. I know it's not the finest of art materials, but <laughs> I am very happy with my ballpoint pens. I love plain old big ballpoint pens and, and I have learned over the years to shade <laughs> with them. Yeah. And, uh, and I've tried the fancy ones. I've tried the inky ones. They just don't work. Just plain old ballpoint pen. And I, that's what I shade with and that's what I draw with. I, I'm pretty clumsy, so using pencil just seems like I could always smear it off with my finger. So I wasn't uh, I was nervous about pencil. So I taught myself ballpoint pen. And then um, after she draws her part, 
Um, I go back with acrylic paints or watercolors. Um, oh, I start off with markers. Um, I used to just do whatever markers I had around and until a place called Jerry's Artorama sent me this huge box of Prismacolor fine tip brush markers. Oh, they're awesome. They're like paint, painting with markers. They're, they're wonderful. So um, wow. I use those and those are amazing. And uh, you can get all these different shading in there. Um, with all the different tones and um, so I use that and then I do highlights with acrylic paint and um, you know the first ones we did were a little simple and now uh, as it's gone further on we've I've got I get a little more detailed sometimes um, I try not to go too crazy with it because you know it's supposed to still kind of look like we both worked on it but she'll see it the next day or, or when I'm done with it and she'll say um, you know that she She'll, she usually is pretty positive about it. Usually she'll say, oh, I like it. Or, you know, so other times she'll be like, what is this? You know, <laughs> so she's, she's definitely critiques it. <laughs> but for overall, she, she has her opinion. Yeah, overall, she's pretty positive about it. Usually she'll say, um, oh, I like that, you know, and, and I think she really likes how it looks realistic because it's sort of like validating her work um, by making it look like grown-up work I think um, to her that's kind of what she gets from it it feels like she's doing grown-up things when I add like realistic stuff to it there was an um, a dad I think for a while back the post went viral where a dad was illustrating his kids artwork and it was really neat because he took their kid drawings and painted them realistically and it was funny because I was always kind of hesitant to do that. I was always afraid she would get offended by it. And um, I know with him, his kids said they encouraged it. But I was always worried that she would get offended by me drawing on her work like, oh, your work's not good enough. Let me fancy it up for you. Yeah. But um, it it didn't more. I think it sort of made her feel like, um, oh, okay, you know, my, my work looks fancy too, you know. So I think it, it turned out to be pretty fun. Well, I think you had a great attitude when she asked to use and you said yes, because I think I would have been like, no, no, that's mommy's. <laughs> right. And, and, I, and, you know, um, people have said before, you know, why didn't you just tell her no? And yeah, it kind of, yes. There are lots of times I say no. I mean, I set the boundaries. I do have, if I was working on a project for a job, I wouldn't have let her touch it. You know, that's, I would have just missed that right. opportunity. But I was just drawing for myself. It wasn't a big deal, you know. And, um, you know, I, I set the boundaries when I have to, but I think when, when I can say yes, I like to say yes. So, uh, and good things oh, yeah. come from it, I think, sometimes. So, let's uh, go a little bit about how you marketed. You weren't trying to get found, not really. You, you sent to a couple blogs, other blogs, right. that you thought would appreciate it. Um, and I know you've been interviewed, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, on her website, as well as Huffington Post, and mm -hmm. um, regarding the collaborative work. But what other media avenues do you think has it helped you to get um, your own illustration work or clients? Or is that, and we talked about this a little bit, and maybe why you don't want to market this stuff with her. Right as something you want to do. Right. Um, actually, uh, I really don't know what I was trying to do other than just share the idea with someone else because when I figured it out, it was something special to me and I thought, I think other people could benefit from what I had learned. And so I thought to share it with a couple of blogs for no other reason than just, hey, check out what we did and maybe it might be something that other people would like. I never right. planned that it would get as big as it did or that people would be as interested in it as they were. But um, but I think um, when it did, it was it was neat. The people had good good feedback from it. And um, as far as marketing it for myself, um, I have had an illustration agent for the longest time, and I get illustration work through them. Um, but I don't, and I've done lots of freelance illustration work. This has brought me nothing from that, <laughs> not not at all. Um, other than oh, you're the lady that draws with her kid. You know, I really, um, I have tried really hard. Me and my husband talked about it when this first happened, and I said, oh, it seems like we're getting a lot of people asking if they can have a a piece that we did. Is that we're you know should we do that or not? 
And I, he said, well, how do you feel about it? How do you think that you know she would feel about it? And I said, well, right now it's fun and uh, it's just something we do. There's no pressure. And I'm a little bit worried if we started taking custom orders that people that she would get tired of it or that somebody would say she drew me as a slug. I don't want to be a slug or something. Um, and, you know, I can't really predict what she's going to draw. That's kind of the whole point. And uh, I was a little bit worried about that. So we, we decided together um, not to do custom work. So kind of putting our work out there is is cool because it, it shows what we, the, you know, it's kind of related to my own work, but I don't really get any extra work from it because I don't want her to have it as a job. I don't right. want her to be burnt out by the time she's five, you know. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, sit her at the table every night and say, okay, whip it out, you know. <laughs> Come on, kid, time's ticking, you know. <laughs> so, right. so the I know most... you're sleepy, you can't. Right. <laughs> You've <laughs> got more, jobs lined up. <laughs> So the most I did was I thought, well, I wanted some for myself, so I put them on Society6. And um, if you um, if you go on that website, I have the the links on there, and I have all my old all all of the prints we've done. And I just looked through them the other day, and I think there are some that I forgot to even put up as prints. We've done tons and tons. I have a whole book full of them, and I thought, you know. Um, if I like them, maybe someone else might like them. And that's the most we've done is just um, offer the prints for sale. Because, like I said, I really don't want to put her to work at four. so Or or get sick of it and decide she doesn't want to do it anymore. So uh, right. that, along with the fact that, that we decided not to, um, not to show her face, you know, people gave us a little mess about that. But um, the Internet is strange. And... I've already had people making negative comments and strange comments and, you know, critical comments and I don't need them talking about her face either, you know. I'm a grown up, I can handle I can handle it. People being nasty, I just don't read it, you know, or or whatever. And um uh, but she's four, you know, she doesn't need that. Nobody needs to see her face to understand the story. Um so I'm pretty adamant about that and my husband and I talked uh, about that a lot and um you know, I said, what if the Ellen show wants us on the show? And he and I thought about it, and I thought, eh, I don't think so. Um, I know it's nothing, and people do it all the time, but I don't I don't think so. So it's just some decisions we've made for our own family, so people might think it's strange. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. So you, you end up having to move around a lot mm -hmm. and because you're in the military and you had, you'd been drawing for forever and you had all these sketchbooks, which actually you draw on the covers of them as well. Right. <laughs> so you recently decided to get rid of some of your sketchbooks, which you probably could have sold actually. <laughs> That's I what people, people gave me. Yeah. Yeah. But so that how you went to you minimized your collection can you talk a little bit about how hard it was to decide which parts and did you cut parts out and then put them in another kind of how did that work yeah basically I mean we're in the military we move a lot and you only have a certain weight limit and uh, and aside from the fact that I have you know one big sketchbook with maybe three good sketches in it so um, I thought you know it's just taking up space and weight and and you know also mental space you're carrying all these old old sketchbooks around and you know that one's not very good and whatever so I finally decided one day and it really wasn't a, a hard decision it was just sort of um, I think I'm going to take the good stuff out of here and stick it in a in a, a book so I made like a scrapbook like you would with a scrapbook and in, instead of cutting photos out I cut my drawings out of my sketchbooks and and finally got rid of the sketchbooks and it was a kind of a relief it was kind of a weight off I kind of got rid of some of those but I, I saved the good ones like if you do number four I think is just one of the doodles that that I had in my sketchbook and uh, some of them where you go oh that's not so bad and when they're all together in one big compilation you you think um, you know it makes you feel good about it like oh okay there you go that, I'm not so bad after all <laughs> you know or when you start looking at these big books and you go oh gosh, that one's an awful sketchbook, that one's an awful sketchbook, and then you see, you know, a couple of good pieces, and you're like, oh, that one was good, you know, <laughs> so stick them all in one book together, and you feel great. <laughs> um, so how, how did you, how do you decide what you're going to illustrate on the cover? Do you, do you do that when it's empty, or do you do it after? I have to do it before. Um, I have a sketchbook right now that I, I just drew something on the cover, 
and I'm still kind of eyeballing it a little crooked, like if I did it, if I like it or not. But um, if I did something that I like on the front of it, I'm more likely to go in and draw in that sketchbook. If I do something I'm not so proud of, or if I start, start drawing on it before I um, do something on the cover, I don't know, it's just a weird quirk. I, I end up not liking that sketchbook too much. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. To me, it's more like if you draw something on the front of the sketchbook or decorate it in, in some way, <laughs> It's like your your brain has like a little mental mental note that says, um, you know, oh, there's good stuff in that book, you know. It's the judging a book by its cover thing, but eh, it works for me. <laughs> it lets me, uh, yeah, think, um, oh, there's good stuff in that sketchbook, and if the drawing's not so great, maybe not so much. <laughs> so, what are some tips that you would give another illustrator that you wish you had known? And can you kind of talk about how you've made it? as an illustrator and a designer. We kind of talked about this beforehand. So can you kind of fill everybody in on that? Well, um, I, I don't know that I've made it as an illustrator. <laughs> but uh, I still, um, I think, uh, I just like to draw, I think, if anything, to draw what you like. And um, I like old movie star faces. I like faces. And um, if you can, if you want to pull up some of the other work that I have on there, like, five, six, seven, something like that. I just like to draw faces, and if you can find a way to do what you like to do, then other people might like it um, based on what, you, um, what you're interested in. That one's one I did just for myself of Oppenheimer, the guy that helped uh, accidentally make you know, things blow up. But uh, <laughs> uh, it was just something I was interested in, and, and I drew it. And then plus I got to play with shading and, and highlights and stuff like that. Um, uh, and then I think just always learning new things, always practicing um, highlights and shading and using, I used to think that you couldn't use pictures as references, but I think you can. I think some people had given me a lot of uh, mess about using pictures as references. Every artist does it. Every artist needs to do it. If you can do paintings and illustrations without it, I think that's awesome. More power to you, but I can't. So <laughs> I think uh, it's good. You learn that way. Even if it's just this painting is just for myself. It's not for anybody else. And, and, and I think one thing that painting with our daughter has taught me is not to be so critical of yourself. Enjoy what you do and, and really um, enjoy painting what you like to paint. Enjoy learning new things. Don't feel bad about using a picture as a reference or sometimes tracing something and learning how somebody shaded it or copying something, that's how you learn, and that's how you get better. And if you can stop that critical voice from saying, oh, I'm, I'm not very good at this, I stink at this, get all your pictures together and stick them on a wall and show yourself that you're good. Make yourself feel good about it and, um, and learn from yourself about your good points and the things you need to work at. Putting all of my sketches in a scrapbook recently, I got a chance to look at them again, and I thought, wow, I used to put a lot more detail in there than I used to. I need to get better at that again. So it gives me something to look back at, or I can say I improved on this or didn't improve on that. And um, having it all laid out for you helps you get a better idea, I think. So there's always room to grow. So it's, oh, definitely. And I think looking back is a good way to kind of measure of where you've come from, but also maybe some things that you were doing really well in the beginning that maybe you're not embracing anymore and you're right. doing something else. But I think it's a good kind of uh, litmus mm -hmm. to go back and look. So, yeah. But you had said um, you kind of taught yourself graphic design because as a, it was hard to just, there weren't like, oh, I'm an illustrator, hire me, right. you know, <laughs> some company. And, yeah. Um, it's, it's hard. You really, and I don't know if you're doing any Instagram posting of these, like your work. No. Have you used Instagram at all? No. Oh, Micah, you got to. People have asked me and that I was, got Twitter and that's about as far as I, Twitter and Facebook and I, I have trouble getting any further than that. I would be on the computer all the time. I don't know. I haven't even looked into well, it's Instagram not, yet. It's your phone. I'll, I'll call you and we'll talk about that because I think you, you might end up getting some more work that way. I know a lot of people have done, um, in the guy next week, Jason Karn, he, um, and, uh, some of the other people that I've had on have done a lot of work and they post a lot on Instagram and then they end up getting work from it. So it, if you're really, it's just another way. And a lot of people are using it. Just a tip, little, from little me. I'll call you. That's like, I'll try to encourage there's this thing more. called Facebook. I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of behind everything. Well, this, 
it's okay. It's easy because you have your phone and you can take a picture as you go. Or right. Anyway, I'll talk to you about it later. <laughs> but, but like stuff like this seems like, um, I mean, it, they're, they're beautiful, but I can see maybe some of the influences of some of the stuff with your daughter because maybe some of the stuff you were doing before didn't have as like the picture before of I don't know who it is but she had the paintbrush mm -hmm. kind of like the long cigarette then this this blue kind of um you know ideas behind her right. and I think that stuff is is really neat and to me I think that that must have come from some of that stuff maybe with your daughter because it wasn't so um it's not so realistic. I think so, in a way, because of... kids seem to explain things visually. I mean, they, they don't quite understand it until they see it, at least my daughter, and, or our daughter. And um, I think, uh, like, sometimes, you know, seeing things like this woman here, she's a, uh, has the story going on behind her, and you can, she'll ask me questions about that. And so sometimes I think that's some, some sort of visual way for me to explain something to her. And... Um, and yeah, I I think I didn't have a lot of that. I had a lot more tightness beforehand. Um, she's done fun things with me, like uh, um, if you put the monsters up, we we put uh, we started doing this where she'd say, um, let's let's sit down and draw together, and she'd say, um, uh, she'd tell me what to draw. She'd say, okay, first step, um, it has horns, and so okay, okay, so I'll draw some horns. And second step, it has up teeth and down teeth. Okay, so you know, so I'd start following her lead on that. But I think also it kind of reminded me of when I was younger and sort of played around with ideas and didn't really sort of made made it make sense afterwards, you know. And I think um, it reminded me of that because you sort of forget that when you're when you're sitting down to work for an illustration job for a freelance job, somebody wants something and somebody you know, wants you to do it, you, they're expecting a specific thing as opposed to just drawing for fun and hoping something come, comes out of it. Um, so Daniel wants to know if you have a joint insignia for the, your collaborative art. Is your daughter seeing the portfolio the same way you described? The portfolio. Um, I don't know about that part of the question. Sorry, Daniel, can you <laughs> read? And that was part was confusing. But do you have a joint insignia? I know that you I usually know. use like a little square um, for myself I use a, a square I've always done a, a square with um, with my initials in it M M H and I did that before I was married I did MF and it was looked pretty much the same thing that my last name was Folgem. Um so I, I used that little box and actually my daughter and I talked about it the other day because she said why do you put that little box on things and I was telling her about how artists sign their artwork differently than they you know than they sign their name and I put on all of our prints a, a copy of her written name, like her writing her name out. So I kind of put that on top or on the bottom of mine to show that they're um, a collaborative one instead of just me. I'm not sure if people who don't know what's going on would understand what that meant, but I usually put Myla plus and then my little symbols. So that that's usually our little kind of thing. She, I think she's kind of too little to come up with her own little thing, but... Uh, I told her it'd be kind of funny if she did the same thing, MH, but put a circle around it. <laughs> so, I don't know. That'd be good. But as far so, as the, um, the portfolio, um, she she likes looking at all the work. I have all of our collaborations in, in a book combined, and um, they are in one big book together. And she, I've seen her go, go over to it several times and just kind of flip through it and uh, kind of look at all the old paintings. And some of them, maybe I didn't get around to showing her or that she didn't really look at close up and she'll look at them and she'll be like, what is this one? You know, I remember this one. And, or other times she'll try to make them tell a whole story and she'll read them from beginning to end the whole book. And it's just, I mean, it's just a scrapbook of all of our drawings, eight by tens in a, in a binder. And, uh, and she just, she'll look at them and, and try to make it, make a whole story. This, this Make one connects. So yeah, well. and she'll she'll flip through them. Oh, cool. This whole thing is just full of all the different ones that we've done. Oh, that's awesome. And and so you, <laughs> the monsters were those after or before the um the portraits? After she she sort of I could tell she was kind of getting a little tired of the heads for a little while. So I didn't really um <laughs> didn't really uh 
want to push it on her. So I said, let's switch it up a little bit and we'll do some monsters. And same with the animals. Let's switch it up and do the animals. So I did an alphabet of animals, which is on Redbubble, if you have that link. Um, I put all the animals. Yep. It was kind of fun to kind of make up an animal animal alphabet and see if she could come up with the different animals to go on with it. But I see Danielle asked about the storyline. Um, it's different every time we flip through it. You know, she'll, she'll come up with something and she'll say, the dinosaur guy was picking flowers. And, and uh, you know, and then she'll flip the page and make up another story. But she'll tell me to read the story and I'm going, okay, I'll just have to make it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> want to switch? Switch them up, like she change looks, yeah, what's new with this to, person. Is she? Oh, switch this, them up in the story now. She just likes to to make it up. She tries to make it work in the whole storyline. It's pretty funny. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It's uh, maybe she's thinking time based or you know animation or or maybe it's just know. a storybook kind of thing. Yeah. But I think that's great, and I'm sure it would be different every time as well. So we only have a. a couple we've actually out of time but i want to ask you a couple more sure. questions um i always try to if anybody has a question i um ask them you know hey send me your questions so this is one um what project have you been it could be anything it doesn't have to be the thing with your daughter um what project have you been the most passionate about or had the most fun creating and what made that project different um i think and the ones that i've done with my daughter with our daughter have been the, I think the most fun, and I think I'm having a lot of fun with this artist one. More, it's a challenge again, try, trying to come up with different ways to teach her about different styles of art, and I'm having a lot of fun with that. Trying to come up with different ways to teach her about different styles of art, and that's kind of a, a passion for me to think maybe eventually, if I if I can get it going the right way or make have it make sense to her, that maybe I could turn it into a kids book or something that maybe other kids could learn from, or other artsy parents could teach their kids about artwork from it. Um, I, there's not a lot of books out there for kids. There's one kid's book on Georgia O'Keeffe that we just found in our library, but there's really not a whole lot to show kids about different styles of artwork So, uh, and, and the different artists and why they're such a big deal. You just sort of learn later on that they're a big deal and Picasso should be respected, but no idea why, you know. So I, I kind of right. like that one and, and I'm pretty passionate about that one. And that's just for our free time, no, no, no other reason than that. <laughs> You know what I think would be neat? I think just for me, because I don't have any kids, but um, it's it's what what I draw from is what I can learn from a kid. Right. You know, somebody um, it, I forget all these things because yes. I'm not around them. So it's like, here's what an artist can learn from a kid and what it could teach you about about shading or about loosening up or, or making the body simple or making it crazy you know or color you know use some different colors that you wouldn't have thought or right. um make somebody have a beard or feathers or you know that it doesn't i think that i think it's really really neat we'll um, try those strange experiments about. too we'll, we'll try uh scribbling on a piece of paper and then trying to make it look like something uh and other times uh We'll try, um, oh, just making a strange shape and then trying to make that into a, a person or something or an animal. And I think she's she's made me be more creative because, like you said, once you grow up, you sort of lose that and you kind of forget it. And uh, and you just kind of, um, you think you know it, but but you really, you kind of lose it just growing up. You, you kind of think you still have an attachment to it, but once you see what they're really doing, you're like, wow, that's so cool to, to learn. You're seeing somebody learn something for the first time and you're going, Oh wow! I totally forgot about that. So I think that's fun. I I always liked you know using my own imagination, my own creativity, but doing something with her is is pretty fun. I think that's been fun for me, and I'm pretty passionate about sharing it with her for as long as she's interested in it. If she decides later on that she doesn't want anything to do with it, then I guess I'll just be back to myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I love this stuff. I'm gonna just pull up a couple more um, images that I just think are great and um, you know your shading and your drawing uh, the coloring really gives a lot of life to it and I think uh, but then it goes so well with her little it's like you did the heads of the animals and then you let her kind of take yeah I, I did I a rhino and, and she added the she added I think hers was the she didn't add that collar, but she added the dress, and she told me she had a shirt on because I think she drew that line across his be her belly. And then those wiggly lines were the tutu, and she said it was a rhino and a tutu, and she drew the hat. So um, 
I was like, okay. <laughs> the fun part for me is trying to make it look real. So that's pretty fun. <laughs> So. Well, I want uh, thank you so much, Micah. I'm going to share some ways that people can um, can find you, can buy some of y'all's collaborative pieces. Um, so one, you can always follow her on thebusymockingbird.com, mm -hmm. and then you can get some of her great prints at Society Six, and then also the collaborative um, animal prints at Redbubble. Right, and then. If you want to see Micah's uh, professional illustration work and maybe give her some work, some she'd probably be happy to do it. She's just not going to get her kid to do work <laughs> for you, which I think is good. Um, but this is this is that, and we've seen some of her beautiful work as well. Oh. And then um, it, on Facebook, she has Facebook.com Busy Mockingbird. Mm -hmm. And then her, if you're trying to get in touch with her, her Gmail Busy Mockingbird at Gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to get in touch um, with me, you can, I'm just going to plop them up there. You can hit the more button. You can see the rest of it. I will email you back, um, Diane at designrecharge.org. And then um, you can always, so you don't ever miss an, an episode, you can subscribe and you'll get a link every week. And um, I'm also doing something where I'm giving some tips. I used to give tips more regularly and now I'm going to go back to, um, Back to that. Oh, I see Peter. Peter had a question. Um, how did you go about finding your illustration rep? Oh, actually, I found him uh, initially through an a, a artist friend that I knew that I had a contact with ages and ages ago, and he's since become a pretty well-known painter, but I asked him at one point, can, you know, do you have any insight? I thought having an agent w was the answer to everything. And so he gave me um, uh, the contact that he used to have when he was an illustration agent. And, and then when they kind of closed their business down, he sent me to this other agent. So now I have the agency that I have now. And um, uh, it's called, um, it's called uh, Maslov Weinberg, but um, they, uh, I'm sorry, Monroe, Maslow Weinberg was the first one, and then they closed down. They sent me to Monroe Campania, and that's who I'm with now. And, um, you know, we'll get work through, sometimes through the illustration annuals. Um, I used to send work out through workbook and um, and uh, get jobs through there. And uh, it, it's it's expensive sometimes to um, put your advertising out there, but sometimes you get jobs through it. So. And Costandinos, I'm or knows, I, I can't remember, but he has great dogs. He's on Instagram as well, but he says he loves your collaboration. So okay. I just want to make sure I try to get through all the questions. And I'm, I know we were at a different time, and I sure am excited that all you guys could come and you made it. And if you didn't and you're catching this on the replay, I hope you enjoyed it. But Micah, thank you so much. Thank I know you, you got to go, so I don't want to keep you any longer. But thank you. It was great. And I can't wait to see all the new stuff that you come out with. And I think it's great that you're giving parents a way to incorporate art even like the the pollock stuff that anybody could do that you know yeah and um, it thing. doesn't have to you don't that's what i always try to encourage just making a mess <laughs> just trying new things and making a mess you can always clean up a mess but i think the kid gets something from it even more in the long run so i think it'd be um a waste if you didn't let your kid get messy every once in a while <laughs> definitely well um, I hope you guys have a great week, and I'll see you next week. We have Jason Karn on, um, and Micah, I'll call you, and we'll get you on Instagram. Hopefully. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank I think you. you might, get some, might get some work, and it's free, so we can work that. One of these days, I'll get I'll anyway. Get I'll, <laughs> well, I'll help you. <laughs> see, people are saying do it. Um, anyway. Thank you so much, Micah. Your stuff is awesome. I'm really excited that I Thank was able you. to have you on the show. It was nice to meet you. Thank you. You too. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.